opening day is upon us. And this week we are here to give our previews and predictions for opening day. Well, for all of the 2023 season. And it gets started in just a couple of days. Welcome to another episode of Touch Em All. I am your host, Hayden McDaniel. Alongside me, as always, he's back for this episode. The Latino lady magnet himself, Jose Del Rijo. And the only friend that's taller than me. So I have to, I'm forced to look up to him, but that's okay, I guess. Mr. Josh Thompson. Guys, we are finally approaching opening day. Very, very close. It's the best time of the year. Let's get some predictions going. How how about we go and get some predictions going? Might as well. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. First, we're going to start off with our team to watch for 2023. I am going to – actually, you know what? I'm going to start off with this one. I'm going to go with a team that Jose and I were very critical of at the beginning of the season last year. We were, I mean, we were even critical at the trade deadline because the team had something going, but they still decided to trade their best player. But they still ended up being within distance of the postseason and had a winning record and have a very loaded farm system right now. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles as my team to watch right now. Their team, like I said, has a very loaded farm system. They got Gunnar Henderson. They got Rutschman coming back. They've got a very good pitching staff. I think this team could make a lot of noise. Um, will they make the postseason? We'll get to that in a little bit. I, it, it's a very tough division that they're playing in, probably one of the toughest in baseball, if not the toughest. But I like this team. I like the way that they're finally going. I think they've got something that could end up being at least a spoiler in the AL East, if not potentially knocking on the door of a postseason run. Um, I'm going to now pass the baton to Jose. All right. I like I like your prediction. We all want some more to do well. Um, it's an awesome sports town, and, uh, you know, I root for that team. Any team that can beat the Yankees, uh, and if it could be them, you know, what an amazing thing. Although I and think the Yankees are sad. It, they're just they're just so quiet every year. It's just I mean, they've been horrible for the last what five to ten years. As ever since Mark ever since Marquez left, they've been awful. And last year, I expected nothing less. And I mean, they ended up actually being pretty good. So I'm 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 very I'm I'm hoping that they continue down that path and that these young guys can kind of give that city something to look forward to because it looks like their NFL team is starting to fall apart now and they need some they need something to cheer about when it comes to sports in that city. Yeah, yeah. That's um I, I like her pick there. Um there's a couple teams that, that come to mind. Um it's a tough one. Oof. I think I'm gonna go back to the Mariners again. <laughs> Only because I have some hope. Although, you know, in many ways, you could think. I think they're they're definitely not going to win that the West, but I think they're a team to watch. That they have the ability to hopefully make a run in the postseason and do something, and not fall short a little bit like they did last year. Where I know they could do a little better. I know that's not like a team to watch that's like done bad. They've done right. okay, but I think they can get one inch ahead. For the obvious reasons, they have that young talent. Um, so I'm just going to have to go with them. 
I've been cheering them. They're my AL team just because I've been there and they're just the fan base is awesome. Um, that's a, that's tough for me because there's so many teams that that can they can inch. Uh, I was actually thinking about the Orioles too. So I'm going to go with the Mariners for now, and in the way that to watch that they may have a little bit more than this year. Hopefully, that experience that they've gathered of them. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. I I, I I've got a lot of love for that team. I do. Um, they're young. They're finally. They're finally cooking something in Seattle, which has been something that hasn't been happening the last up until the last two seasons. And now, last year they got over that playoff hump. Now they've got it gotten over the playoff hump. Can they get something going? Get the hit that momentum right at the right time, like the Braves did in 2021. I'm uh, I'm going to talk about the Mariners a little bit later on in the show. But um, but I, I definitely like that, and I definitely think that uh, that Seattle could have a special season. I'm gonna pass it now to Josh. Yeah. So both of your picks were very good, and I I 100 agree with both of you. I like to see Baltimore do well. I like to see Seattle do well. But for some reason, my pick, and I don't really have an explanation for it is different than your different than both of your picks. And again, I don't know why I feel this way about this team. That's why and, we do the show, Josh. Yep. That's why we do the show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same thing as what Hayden was saying about Baltimore. This team is kind of flown under the radar and they haven't been bad, but they haven't necessarily, you know, they don't make news all the time. The team I'm going to go with and it's because they got a couple of guys, and I'm interested to see how they do, is the Minnesota Twins. Hmm. Interesting. That was a good one. Interesting. Ah. Remember, we signed Correa, and they got Christian Vasquez. And yeah. I'm just I'm, – I think those two – I mean, you know, Correa was there last year, but he's going to be there for longer now. Just to add him, add Vasquez, add some veterans to that team, along with what they got, especially with Byron Buxton now becoming more of a, I would say, four tool player now at this point. He's starting within himself, so I'm curious to see how this Minnesota team develops. If Buxton's healthy, the Twins can be a contender. That's oh, always been the big if, though, if Buxton is healthy. The last few seasons, he has not been healthy. Or he, he right. consistently healthy. Um, and that has really cost the Twins an opportunity to be good. Um, yes. I know they they got rid of Josh Donaldson. They got rid of uh, they got rid of a lot of guys and started to kind of rebuild the team. But mm. um, but if if they're healthy, the Twins could definitely be at least a wild card team. That right. but the AL Central the AL Central is so weak that if they're healthy, they could win that division. And that's no knock at Cleveland. That's no knock at the White Sox. They just haven't performed. I mean, Cleveland's performed. Cleveland got into the postseason last year. And I know there's some Guardians fans that listen to this show, I found out recently. And so I don't want to go into too much detail. And and I'm going to get to my predictions here in a little bit. But if the Twins are healthy, they at least make that division interesting. And... Mm -hmm. 
if the uh, uh, if the White Sox are healthy, they make it interesting too. But when the Twins are healthy, they're a good team, and so I'm very I'm always interested to watch the Twins because they're they're not a popular team. They're not a fancy team. I know a few years ago they led the league in home runs, but that's because they had Nelson Cruz who hits like 40 a year, but never does anything else. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see the twins. I noticed we all three had American league teams. I think the national league at this point is such a crap shoot that we wouldn't be surprised at anything that happened in the national league because all these teams tend to be so stacked that it's just, it's become one of those situations that none of these teams surprise us, but I'm, I'm very happy with, to hear both of y'all's picks. And like I said, man, that both all three of these teams have interesting or very good farm systems that could pay off dividend pay dividends um, in the next few years. So I'm definitely interested to see how all three of those teams play out. Now we're going to move on to our we're going to first jump into the American League. We're going to talk about the AL. We're, we're going to start off with our AL Cy Young winner. And I'm going to start with Josh on this one. Ah, funny enough, you mentioned the Guardians a second ago. I think the thing about the Guardians is I think their pitching staff, they have some of the best pitchers in baseball. It's, yeah. their, bats that have the, it's their bats that have to catch up. So, And hopefully adding I, Josh Bell will help that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, definitely. But uh, awesome. I think my Cy Young winner for the American League was the guy who he kind of flew under the radar last year. He's young, upcoming, but he's got some nasty stuff. I've got Tristan McKenzie. Wow. Wow. That is one I did not see coming. Wow. Interesting. Uh, I'm interested to hear your reasoning behind that. Um, and the reason it mainly is he's young, upcoming, and he's still working on his stuff. I think if he like he did last year and does even better, I think he has a shot at the Young. I like it. I like it. I like it. Jose? Oh, are you done, Josh? Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I'll, you're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like those kind of predictions because as I was talking in the pre-show with you guys, it's like it's hard to predict. But uh, and and, and uh, some of these young guys, they come out of nowhere. Like their stuff is, you know, just it's like it hasn't been seen in the game, or it just tricks out better. So I, I like I like that. Um, I'm gonna go with a more conventional one, as much as I hate this team for the recent history we've had them and with their scandals. I think possibly Framer Valdez. Uh, mm, okay. I think he's got a shot. He had a really good last season last year. He actually fixed some things. I think um, in the rotation that he is in, in uh, he's shown his stuff. He's done well in the post. Well, well-ish in the postseason. <laughs> he, had, he had some issues when he faced us, but uh, I think I think he's good. I think as a runner-up, Shohei Otani. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I 
I will not count him off. And uh, the dude is 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 our big roof. And anyway, but now in the team that he's at, the Astros are filthy. Um, say it. I wish the Astros weren't doing that, and I wish it was the Mariners doing all the talking. But uh, I, I like Kramer. Uh, he, and he really proved himself last year. So I think this year he's going to come back and continue to, to, to demonstrate, you know, why he's, he's, you know, pretty much show why he, you know, had a good season last year. I think he's going to do it again. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go with a guy who definitely proved himself a lot last year. Um, was Did pretty well in the playoffs. Uh Overall, he's kind of going to fly under the radar for his team because he has Garrett Cole as the number one as the ace, and so this guy doesn't really have to do much. But he's became a pretty good pitcher overall. Uh, we didn't really know about him until about midseason. I'm going to go with Nestor Cortez of the New York Yankees, um, left-hander. He rem- he's the left-handed American League version of Spencer Strider, in my opinion. The mustache and everything else. I think this guy has a lot of potential. I like what I saw out of him last year. I hate picking anything that do with the Yankees, uh, but I really liked Nestor Cortez, and I think he's going to end up winning the AL Cy Young. But I think it's going to be very interesting. If Jake DeGrom is healthy, he's always going to be a contender. Jose, you mentioned Shohei Otani. He's always a contender. Josh mentioned McKenzie earlier. He's he's good, and I I'm, I would not be surprised if his name is in the running um, next year or this, this upcoming season. And of course, another guy on that uh, guardians pitching staff that was a very close pick, a very close second place pick for me was Shane Beamer. I really liked what I saw out of him last year. And um, I I would not be surprised to see his name pop up in the Cy Young award. Uh, Now we're going to move over to the national league. And I'll start on this one. I hate picking anything to do with this team. I talked about how I hate doing anything with the Yankees or picking the Yankees to do well. I can't stand picking this team to do well because I can't stand this team. And I can't stand that they knocked us out of the playoffs last year. It makes me sick to my stomach. And the fact that this team knocked us out and that this guy probably had a part of it, even though we beat him in game two with the NLDS. But I am going to go with Zach Wheeler from the Philadelphia Phillies. I I had plenty of other guys that I thought about. You know, I thought about Max Freed. I thought about Spencer Strider. I thought about Alcantara potentially repeating. Um, but I, at the end of it all, when I looked at it, I, I liked what I saw out of Zach Wheeler last year. He was really making it, making a name for himself. He's kind of had that career that's kind of flown under the radar. We keep talking about that flying under the radar but I think this year he has a big year I still think the Braves end up you know he I hope he doesn't have a big year against the Braves I hope he goes 0-4 or 0-5 or however many starts against he gets against the Braves I think it's going to be only at least three or maximum of three now because of the whole new setup of um, the division rivalry format and the team now everybody gets to play everybody but I'm going to go with Zach Wheeler I hate to go with anybody on the Phillies, but if there's anybody I'm going to go with on the Phillies, it's going to be Zach Wheeler. But I'll make up for it in a minute with my uh, NL MVP prediction. But now I'm going to go with Jose for his Cy Young prediction for the National League. 
Oh, well, you know what, Hayden? I actually uh, almost went with him. And the reason I didn't was because I hate the Nets, but that shouldn't be a analytical point of view. <laughs> uh, I agree. I, I like how Zach Wheeler, I mean, everything you talk about, but the way he carries himself, he's he's almost like not like Matt, but, you know, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I like how he carries himself. Obviously, that doesn't, you know, translate to numbers all the time, but but I really do like that. Um, so, anyway. Not to go with your prediction, I'm going to go with a guy that's really likable, really loved his stuff, and, I mean, why not? Sandy Alcantara from Miami Marlins. You're going with a repeat. I'm going to go with a repeat. I think the dude is just going to keep keep. Um, He's so young. I mean, that's he's, a, he's young. Um, he is. And nobody Very seems young. to figure him out, you know. Um, and – I think also he doesn't have that much pressure. Um, no, he plays for the Marlins. You never have pressure. Exactly. He just goes out there and has fun. You can tell he's having fun. It doesn't even matter that he plays with the Marlins. I think he, I think we may see a repeat. Um, I hope. I, I like the guy. And, uh, man, if only we could have him. Can you get him in, in our, in our uh, lineup? I, I hate having the fact that – I hate the fact that we have to face him. But right. I mean the dude. The dude is good. The dude is really good. Um, he he just he, he seems to bring a different challenge every single time. Every pitch he has seems to be on point. Anytime he's in a big situation, and I mean I didn't really know much about him until last year, but my goodness, that guy is that guy is special, and um, I would not be surprised to see a repeat by any means. What do you say, Josh? National League Cy Young winner. So, actually, I agree with Jose. I actually oh. – uh, Wow. Sandy Alcantara as well. And the reason I have him is just the pure domination that man had against any team that he pitched against. Was, yeah. It was – hitters had no chance. It was pure domination. And he even did it in um, in the World Baseball Classic. He just recently did it there too. Yeah, dude is filthy. Dude is nasty. I hate that he plays for the Marlins, but man, the dude—I mean, he's filthy. He, it, it, the, yeah, it it blows my mind that that man. I mean, you can't hit him, like you said. You can't hit him. The Braves struggled against him last year. Everybody struggled against him last year. But at the end of the day, I mean, he doesn't get the recognition he deserves because he plays for a team that barely can get 10,000 fans in their stadium. There are more fans at the World Baseball Classic than there have ever been at a Marlins home game. But anyways, that's besides the that's point. That's sad. That is, that, is, that is tragic. Honestly, that's tragic. But, yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised of a repeat. I was very close to going with a repeat. But – at the end of the day, I have to always mix it up on here. And I I liked what I saw with Zach Wheeler last year. He continues to progress every year. And I think this year he's going to have a, have a pretty big season. Now we move on to our MVP. We're going to start in the American League. And I'm going to start with Josh. All right. So if you listen to the last episode, I brought this guy's name up during the World Baseball Classic discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hayden knows where I'm going with this. Yep, I sure do. 
This guy plays for Tampa Bay, and mm-hmm. I don't want to say he's flown under the radar because during postseason play, he comes – he's electric. But I think if he could – if he keeps on what he's doing, I think he's got a good ch- chance of MVP. And that guy's name is Randy Orozarena. That that dude is unbelievable. He's – he. this is going to sound insulting to a lot of people, but – He's what Marcelo Zuna could be if Marcelo Zuna had an arm. That's when I when I see Randy Rosarina, that's what I think about. I think about what Marcelo Zuna could be if one Marcelo Zuna gave a crap about his team. Number two, if Marcelo Zuna had an arm, which we all know, neither are the case, and that's a whole other rant for a whole other story. If you want to go back to a podcast from last season, you'll hear my rant on Marcelo Zuna. And it stays the same until he proves he proves to me that he is ch- a changed man. But yeah, Randy Rosarina is unbelievable. I've seen, I've, I mean, the dude seems to thrive in the spotlight, and I mean, he's just, he just loves baseball. He basically almost carried Team Mexico to a World Baseball Classic championship. They just fell a run short. But man, that dude is unbelievable. And when he's on the whole. That if Randy Arozarena is able to produce like he did in the World Baseball Classic, my predictions for the AL East are going to look really stupid. But, um, but yeah, I, I really like that pick. And he was, I was very close to picking him, very close to picking him. But I'll get to mine in a minute, and I'm going to go with Jose first. Yeah, that was a good pick. I, I loved watching him, and I was hoping that Mexico would go farther. Um, but he was really a big part uh, that was carrying that team that far. He's exciting to watch. That that's well, baseball. You know, we covered that in a lot of episodes. It's like that excitement factor um, that we want him. He's he's part of. He's bringing that. Um, and uh, Tampa Bay, just a team like I always want them to do well. Of course, the division they're in, and uh, yeah, I love Randy. Uh, what was the World Series that he? I mean, he 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 was carrying the Tampa Bay Rays for, for a bit. Uh, that was also a good World Series to watch. But anyway, my uh, MVP for the National League, um, it's going to have to be Juan Soto. I, I oh, think we're on the American League. Oh, I'm sorry. You're good. Just no, you're good. You're I'm good. at my notes and I was jumping. Okay. Sorry, good, I spoiled dude. it for everybody. <laughs> hey, you're good. Um, well, for me, the MVP for the for the National League, I mentioned last year, he should have won it. Of course, they didn't want to give it to him because, well, um, well, anyway, I'm going to go with Otani again. Yeah. How could you, how could, you know, it's like, yeah, how could you go against him? And he freaking so helped Japan go that far. Um We'll see. Isn't that isn't next year's last season? That's that's correct, right? Yeah, he's in a contract year. I think that's going to play a huge factor. Yeah, in this season. And I actually, I'm actually going to agree with you. I think it's. I think Shohei Otani is going to win AL MVP, and I think that dude is going to have offers from any team he wants, and he's going to have probably set a record for the biggest contract in in baseball history. Yeah. Um, gonna probably throw up when I see the numbers um that he finally 
um, that he finally agrees to and the team that is willing to fork out that much money. But at the end of the day, we talk about how a lot of guys aren't worth their contract value. I I don't know if you can pay Shohei Otani enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude, I mean, he's a two-way player. We don't see that anymore. And, I mean, he's, like you said, the modern-day Babe Ruth. And him in a contract year, if he's if it's anything like he was in the World Baseball Classic, this dude, this dude might end up going home with the AL MVP, Cy Young, Triple Crown. This dude's probably gonna go home with a lot more awards than just an MVP if he's anything like he was in the World Baseball Classic. So yeah, I'm very interested in seeing just how far he can go this year. Now, Jose, we already you already hinted at it, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and have you give us your National League MVP prediction. Uh, yeah, sorry again. Um, but no, you're good, so dude. No I was so excited about Juan Soto. I like the guy. Plus, I've gotten a selfie with him before. Um, I guess my Spanish worked. Uh, but anyway, I think Juan Soto is he's trying to be a leader in that clubhouse that seems to have fallen apart because of just scandals here and there. Um, and you know, having someone like Mahima Machado and that piece who has stirred the pot over there, um, a lot. Um, I think this leads to, to Juan Soto. You know, he had, a, he had a good season last year, I think he could have done better. I think this year, um, he's just gonna, I think he's gonna pick it up. He's a great, great, um, player, great utility player, great outfielder. Um, I had that feeling the numbers maybe not be backing me so much. I just had that feeling that he's going to go out there and, and try to carry a team. Again, the, the Padres, you know, on paper, are they should be really, really good. And I hope they're better than they have been. Um, and I think Soto is going to go out there, swing, and, and be the player that he has been. Yeah. Uh, that team. The Padres made a – I think the Padres showed in the postseason last year just how good of a team they really are. Um, I mean – you got the NLCS. You got creamed in the NLCS by the Phillies, but you know that's a whole other story for a whole other day. But I think they showed how good they really can be. Um, but yeah, Juan Soto, he didn't exactly get going in San Diego for some reason. I don't know what was going on. It might have been the clubhouse issues. He, uh, he, like you mentioned, when he got there, Tatis was suspended for steroids Machado you never he's a loose cannon you never know when he's gonna explode on somebody um there were so many things going on in that clubhouse that it just you just you didn't know I mean it could probably affect you on the field but in the postseason he seemed to get going pretty well and um the Padres it's like I said the Padres showed how good they could be um if they can just get cons- if they can just find some consistency, but anyways, yeah, great pick, Jose. Um, I would not be surprised to see Juan Soto, another guy that was in my top five. But I'm gonna now go to Josh to for his NL MVP prediction. Uh, well, so I'm just gonna go ahead and put this disclaimer out here. Every Braves fan is probably gonna hate me for this. Oh, <laughs> you guys are probably gonna hate me for this as well. But I don't like picking anybody from this team because we have a have a history with them. But 
I just can't deny the fact that this guy is improving year in and year out. And it's the guy the Phillies just signed to a major contract, and I got Trey Turner. Mm. And I know Trey Turner's been in our division before because he was with the Nationals for a while before he went over to Los Angeles. But Trey Turner is just a different player now than what he was, even with the 2019 Nationals. He is yeah. just he is a more overall player now. He's hitting more for power. He's still got the speed. He can hit for contact. He can play defense. He can do everything. I think when he was with the Nationals, the hitting wasn't necessarily there. So I don't know what has happened the past three years, if he's made some adjustments, but I think his hitting has gotten much better, and I think it's hard to deny that he's going to do some things. Yeah. Uh, I. When he signed with the Phillies, my heart went to my or like my I I could feel a knot going in my chest. It made me sick. Um, but he's good. He's good. Now, can he be good for eleven years? That's to be that's that's to be found out later on. But I I, I you can't deny that he's been really good and he's gotten consistently better. World Baseball Classic doesn't lie. The dude was on a tear in the World Baseball Classic. And, um, yeah, I, I hate it, but that dude has definitely got some potential to be the MVP this year. And the Phillies lineup is loaded once again, and he's probably the guy that's going to fly under the radar. Speaking of flying under the radar, I'm now going to go with my National League MVP pick. And, of course, I wouldn't be a homer on this show if I didn't give it to at least one Brave, uh, give a Brave a prestigious award. I am going to go with a guy that has been tearing it up in spring training. Every time you check the box scores after a spring training game to see, you know, who pitched, to see, you know, who played, how they did, who could potentially make the team, who could potentially get released, who, you know, all the fun stuff you look for in spring training. It seems like this guy's hit one 440 feet to dead center, um, and it, he hit another one today. He hit another one this afternoon. He's from Gwinnett County. He played at Parkview High School. I happened, we happened to meet him this year at FanFest, and also he's the guy that nobody wanted on the team because, I mean, at first he was our second option because we all wanted Freddie Freeman last year, but – he struggled a little bit last year, found his groove in the postseason, and has continued to find his groove throughout spring training. And I think it's going to translate into this season. Matt Olson will become your National League MVP this year. I think this dude is about to have a monster season. I really think this guy is about to uh, forty, at least 40 home runs, I think, for Matt Olson this season. I sure hope he does. 40 homers and the 120, 120 RBIs. I'm saying at least for both. Um, and, I mean, let's not forget how many doubles the dude hit last year, and I still think he can do that too. But I think this – I think Matt Olson is about to – he's about to show why we signed him for eight years, $168 million. He's going to make Alex Anthopoulos look like a genius, like I tend to think that he is. So I think Matt Olson is going to have a go on a tear this season. 
and I, I, I think he becomes – he's the National League MVP, and I think he hits close to 300. I really think Matt Olson is really going to show why – why we why there was so much hype behind him when he was traded to Atlanta, and I'm 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 excited. I'm so excited to watch Matt Olson this year, and he's going to finally start make making Braves fans kind of forget about Freddie Freeman. And the fact that we want to forget about Freddie Freeman, but he's going to start easing the pain of the loss of Freddie Freeman. And, uh, I mean, it's time for us to move on from it. Freddie's not coming back for at least another six years. And so we might as well appreciate having Matt Olson. And I think we will begin to appreciate that this year because uh, he's going to have a scary season. And I can't wait to watch about 15 home run balls fly into the chop house in person, courtesy of Matt Olson this season. Now now we're going to move on to the fun part. We are going to move on to – our division predictions guys we'll go quickly through these let's start in the american league i'm actually going to go backwards from west to east because i feel like the american league east tends to be one that we all are going to have different opinions on and so i'm going to start in the american league west i have a feeling we're all going to have the same predictions when it comes to this one let's start with Josh who do you have winning in the American League West uh, I wish I could pick a different team but I just can't I just I have the Astros winning the AL West yeah Jose same there's you just you can't argue against it sadly I wish wish we could see the Angels finally trout and uh, Otani but yes we'll leave it that <laughs> the Astros I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Astros as well but stay tuned. I have a little more coming out of the American League West in a little bit. Let's go to the American League Central. Jose. I think the Twins. Uh, wow. Josh was talking about Korea and their talent they've had. I, that, that division is so fluid. But I think, yeah, I'm going to go with the Twins. Um, I like their um, – their offense, I think they have a good offense to, to propel in the least, or at least be uh, good in the, in, in the central. So we'll go with the Twins. Josh? Uh, funny enough, I know I've, my Twins was my team to watch, but funny enough, they're not my team to win the AL Central. The team that I have to win the AL Central, and this is if they, they got the pitching, if their hitting can get in, get in line, I think they have a shot. And this might this pick might be crazy. I think we got the Guardians, El Central. Yeah, me too. I have the Guardians. I think adding Josh Bell and having Jose Ramirez is really going to help them. Um, well, now you have Josh Bell to kind of help Jose Ramirez out, take the load off. I think the Guardians win the division. That's a very weak division, and you got to find a team that has a little bit of consistency. And I think the Guardians pitching is what really lifts them. They kind of remind me a lot of the Brewers to an extent. But um, but I think the Guardians get it done. Now let's go to the American League East. And I'm going to start with Josh. All right. You may think crazy, but so be it. I know it's a tough division. Everybody probably has, has got one of their two teams winning it. But this is an up-and-coming team. They got the bats. They got the pitching. 
I've got the Blue Jays. Wow. Wow. Okay, Jose. Wow, that was good. I, I, I have it between the – I'm going to have to go with Saddle and the Yankees. But, I mean, the Yankees having the, the, the starting pitching, um, and it's going to be a tough – it's going to be a neck and neck. But, sadly, I'll have to go with the Yankees. I mean, Judge, uh, the power they got as well. Um, however, I love to see the Blue Jays be a spoiler here. You know what's funny? I have this being a three-team race all the way to the end. And I have this being basically a division where one through three is separated by four games at the end. But at the end of it all, I, I see three teams in the AL East making the playoffs because of the wild card situation now. But I think the Toronto Blue Jays end up winning that division. And I think the Toronto Blue Jays end up being the number one seed in the American League going into the postseason. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to our postseason predictions in a minute. But I think the Toronto Blue Jays win the division. Uh, they, they've they added a few bats. They've added – I don't I can't remember who the, all they added in the rotation. But this has to be the year where it all gets clicking, right? Like, this has to be the year. And I think they get it done. I think they get it done. I said it last year. I had them going to the World Series last year. Uh, but I think the Blue Jays get it done this year and it win the uh, win the AL East. Now we're going to move on to the National League. And this one is a crapshoot in two of the three divisions, I feel like. But we're going to start in the NL West. I'm going to start on this one, actually, guys. This is going to be a very close division. Another one. I think it's going to come down to the last week of the season. I think it's going to be a lot like the National League East was this past season. But I've got the San Diego Padres beating the Dodgers in the NL West by one game. And the San Diego Padres become National League West champions. The Dodgers are going to be good like they always are. But I just... There's just something I feel like missing with that team this year. You know, you look at it, they lost Trey Turner, who Josh has as his uh, MVP pick, and they didn't really replace him with a high-quality shortstop. And now you got the trade deadline. You've got everything that could happen between now and the postseason, and they have time to address that situation. But I'm just not 100% sold on the Dodgers this year. The pitching rotation seems kind of blah. Kershaw's getting older. Walker Bueller, I believe, is out for the season. It's just, it's just not a rot- It's not a team I'm sold on right now. And I just, I don't know if they can. I think they're going to struggle a lot this year. I think we're going to see them, you know, hit a few six, seven game uh, slumps. And I think the Padres are going to take advantage of that. I think the Padres have the team to do it. They added Nelson Cruz, who's just another obnoxious bat in that lineup. And I, I've re- I really think that this is the year that the Padres finally get it done in that division. And now I'm going to go with Jose. Well, Hayden, I have to agree with you. Um, I had Soto as the MVP, as I uh, announced so early. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do agree. The Dodgers have some questions to answer here. 
there's a for the first time in a while there's that instability. I wouldn't call it like I don't think that's the right word because it's not that big of a deal the way they're loaded anyway. Right. However, um, they they have lost those key players as you were mentioning. So I think the Padres have the um, showed they got hot there in the postseason. They showed they had that factor at the end. Uh, that's coming back. I mean, they got Machado. Um, they have the names. I think I think they're ready to take on the Dodgers. Finally, take them off from the NL West. Um, you know, they took them out in the postseason. They might, they better be ready to take them out in the West. Yes, and that's they what have to be at this so, point. I agree with you, the Padres for the West. Josh. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time. I think you stole every word that was going to come out of my mouth because I had the Padres as well, and pretty much for the exact same reasons you said. They lost some players, and don't forget, they also lost two of their starters along with Trey Turner. Yeah. Bueller and, and – started... who else did they yeah. again? Bueller uh, and who else? And... They, I wasn't even talking about Bueller. Uh, they lost Anderson and uh, right. uh, what was the lefties? I can't remember the guy's name. But uh, Heaney, that's who it was. That's right. Lost Tyler yeah, Anderson and Andrew. Said they didn't replace him. And I like Kershaw. Just to, I do like Kershaw. I like watching him play, but I agree with you. He's getting older and his body – is not able to keep up with as much as it was when he was younger. They lost Trey Turner. Then they didn't really replace him. Now, you still got some really good players on that team. Don't think I'm not I think I'm not saying that. I mean, you still got Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. Oh, and they lost Justin Turner as well. I didn't even think yeah. about that one. Yeah, you lost yeah. Tur- you lost you lost the turn I mean, you lost both Turners. You lost Trey Turner, Bellinger. Justin Turner. You lost Bellinger. Yeah. I mean, you've got three guys that – I mean, you got Freeman, you got Betts, you got Will Smith. But other than that, you lost Gavin Lux for the season too. You There is a lot to replace. And, and I don't care how good you are, eventually all that stuff catches up to you. It does. Uh, eventually all that stuff catches up to you. The Dodgers mm-hmm. are still going to be very good. They're still going to be very good. They're still going to contend for the – they're still going to make it to the postseason. Oh, but sure. the Padres right now, I mean, they just knocked them out of the postseason last year. The Padres now know they can beat the Dodgers. And I think they're going to carry that confidence into the season. And now, I mean, they only have to play them 10 times this year. And so the division games aren't going to – I mean, they're going to have more of an effect too. So I think – I just – I don't know. I think the Padres are just the better team this year all around. I'm surprised that we all three agreed on that, but uh, I mean, at, the, at this point, you look at it. The, I don't know, but Josh, continue on what you're saying. But I really think Dave Dave Roberts could be in some hot water this year. No, I was I was pretty much I pretty much said everything I was going to say, but yeah, I just don't think the Dodgers. You know, you usually hear the Dodgers. You're like, oh, great, this is going to be a hard team to beat. I'm just not feeling that way this year about them. If you neutralize their biggest threats and go on to their other hitters, I think you're just fine. But like, but like you just said, I think they're still going to contend. I mean, the Dodgers 
they've always they've brought players that shouldn't be that good, and then they are, and they produce, and they still get the job done. So I think they're still going to do that, but they're going to do it more this year than in years past. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to. They're definitely gonna have to. Moving on now from the National League West to the National League Central, I I I really don't think this. I think this is the most. This is where we're going to see the most separation in a division. Even though the Brewers, I mean, the Brewers didn't really get better. It looks like they're trying to rebuild a little bit. The Cubs got better, but they're still, we'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to start with Jose. Yeah, this one's going to be an easy one for me. It's going to be the Cardinals. Dominant rotation, very young. Um, And. There is such separation in them and what I think possibly the Brewers be second. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Josh? Damn, I've got the Cardinals as well. This is a – I don't want to say this division's weaker than the AL Central, but let's just be real. I mean, you said the Cubs got better, but, I mean, they got Dansby Swanson, but one player can't turn a team around. Right. And- and Reds are still in rebuilding mode. I think in the next couple years, they could do what the Cubs did back in 2014, 2015, 2016. But just for this year, I don't think that's going to be the case. No. And then she said about the Brewers, they didn't really get better. But I think if anybody's going to get them a fight, it's going to be the Brewers. But even then, I don't – unless they just get wrong, I don't think it's going to be much of a fight. The Cardinals right. are just too – their pitching is – their pitching's there, and they've got hitters. I mean, you got Arenado and Goldschmidt on the corners. And even though you you lost a Hall of Fame catcher in Yadier Molina, I don't – I might get some hate for saying this, but you basically got a younger version from the cut. you got Wilson oh, Contreras in the – That is absolutely what he is. And the Cardinals front office – the Cardinals are one of those teams. I, I say this all the time. I have a lot of respect for that organization. Because they're always going to be a team, no matter what, they're going to be in the mix. Because ever since I've started watching baseball, it seems like every year the Cardinals are either in the playoffs, knocking on the door, playing for a World Series, or playing for, or right in the mix of it and and playing in the NLCS. And that front, I think that just goes to show how good that front office is you know they made a trade back in 2004 with the Braves that I remember that ended up panning out for them very very well um Adam Wainwright for JD Drew and a few other guys and I mean we haven't heard from JD Drew and God knows how long Adam Wainwright's a future Hall of Famer but then you've got you know you lose Yadier Molina like you said you go and pick up Wilson Contreras who is probably the best one of the one of the best catchers in all of baseball? Um, but yeah, I don't think this division is close. I told y'all in the pre-show, I think this division is over halfway through September. I think the Cardinals run away with this division. That lineup is loaded. You got Arenado third on the hot corner. You got Goldschmidt on the cold corner, and the pitching staff's going to get better. Um, the Cardinals are going to win that division. It's not going to be close. The The Brewers, I think their pitching is what allows them to become the second-place team. Um, they're not great by 
any stretch of the imagination. The pitching staff's great, but they have absolutely no bats to fall to fall for or to uh, pick up that pitching staff. Um, the Cubs, they're going to be better. Um, I, you added Dansby Swanson. That's great. You added Trey Mancini, who's probably the better addition than Dansby, in my opinion. And I'm not saying that because I'm a bitter Braves fan of Dansby. I, I wish Dansby the best. But I definitely think he's going to have a regression this year because he's been – he's his bat's not going to regret or regret – or his bat's going to be what it's going to be. But his glove's definitely going to regress this year because he's been throwing to Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson the past seven years. Now he's going to be throwing to Eric Hosmer, who, no disrespect to Eric Hosmer, the glove's just not there. And so I think the Cubs are going to be better, but they're not going to be who they – they're not going to, you know, be knocking on the door in the postseason. And then, of course, like you mentioned, the Pirates and the Reds, that's just going to be a race for the golden plunger at the end of the season in that division. So, um, yeah, that they're not going to keep it close. The Cardinals are going to run away with that division. And, um, yeah, I, I think the Cardinals coast their way to the postseason. Now we're going to move on to our favorite division. We're going to move on to the NL East. I'm going to start with Josh on this one. Well, I haven't been a homer much in this episode, but I'm about to be a homer now. I still got the break winning the division. I think it's going to be a three-team. It's going to be a three-team race. I think it's going to be the Mets, Phillies, and Braves. That's who's going to be competing in the division. But the Braves, think about this. The Braves last year were still dealt with injuries. You had Acuna who was coming back, but he wasn't truly 100% last year. I don't think it – and then you had Ozzy Albies go out with an injury. And don't get me wrong, Von Grissom did great. Um, I have no problem with what he did. But – so it's just not the same as Ozzy. You don't have that veteran presence. I think the Braves have got their lineup this year, and we improved in the catching position as well. Absolutely, we did. I think that's going to be – that's going to help a lot. So, I think it's going to be a good race, but I still got the Braves wanting to get in the end. Yeah. Overall, the Braves are just consistent in what they do, just like the Cardinals. They're very consistent in what they do. Um, lost Dansby Swanson. In the shortstop situation, you can put a question mark there, but Orlando Arcia is a good guy to have kind of bridge the gap until you address that situation. But I'm now going to go to Jose. So, Jose, who is your National League East champion this year? Oh, I'm never going to pick against the Braves. Well, <laughs> we were talking 20 when it, those terrible years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Braves, you can pretty much check them off, check mark every box. They, I mean, there's questions here and there. But uh, we had a solid rotation. And this year you have some of these young guys that could bring some of that potential and make it even better. Acuna's looking at pretty good pretty. this year. Um, you mentioned Olsen earlier. If he can continue that momentum that he had at the end of the season and bring what he's doing during training in, um, you have a solid outfield, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> solid two outfielders there. Um, I'm, I like the Braves. I mean, I like our chances. Our both teams are good. Um, and, yeah, this is going to be a tight, tight, tight. It's what makes the NL East so exciting to watch. Um, I wish the New York Mets nothing but the worst luck. Mm. Uh, 
uh, and I don't mean I don't want any more players. I'm not talking about players being hurt. I'm just talking. Hey, you, I mean, you have the richest owner that just dumping money and is not considering um, anything. I mean, he's just dumping money and thinking he can win. And to me, that is not what baseball is about. That's not what makes it a great sport. And I hope the Braves can again shove them off of this place and just they won't. Hopefully, they never even make the first place. Uh, but I think we were well positioned, so we're going to go with the Braves. I I absolutely agree. Spoiler alert: I'm going with the Braves as well. I I think the division is close. I don't think it's as close as last year though, and I don't think it's the Mets that finish second. I think it's going to be the Phillies. I do think all three teams make the postseason, and we'll get to our postseason predictions here in a minute as we're trying to wrap up pretty quickly. But I think the Braves win the division. Like I said. You lose Dansby Swanson. Orlando Arcia is a good guy to bridge the gap until Von Grissom or Bra- uh, Shoemake make it to the big leagues um, as they're competing in Gwinnett right now. Um, Eddie Rosario, that's a guy we tend to forget about often. He has been tearing it up in spring training as well. He was con- he was constantly sidelined with injuries last year. If Eddie Rosario is he- healthy, and his bat is back to what it was in the 2021 postseason. That's just another dangerous weapon and an already <laughs> dangerous lineup. Eddie Rosario was a huge part of that team in 2021. And, um, man, if he's if he's healthy and that bat gets going, God bless the rest of the National League. I think the Bra- – but I do think the Braves win that division. They're Like Josh mentioned, you had Acuna. Not 100%. You had Albies hurt last season, and you still won 101 games. I think they win. Uh, I'm going to go right around 105 games. I think the Braves are going to win that division, and I have them as the number one seed going into the postseason. So now we're going to jump into the postseason real quick, and this is our our last segment of the night before we wrap up. I'm going to start with Josh your postseason picks for 2023 so okay ALCS oh man that was a tough one um unfortunately I still think you still think you got the Astros in the ALCS but I think I think it's gonna be the Blue Jays in the Astros in the ALCS wow who takes it I'm. This might be a crazy pick. I say the Blue Jays. Wow! Wow, that's awesome, Jose. Um, I hate to say it, but well, actually, Houston Astros against the Blue Jays, and unfortunately, uh, you know what? What the heck? I, I I'm so on the Blue Jays in many ways. Blue Jays going to the World Series. Wow. Finally, I get to shake things up tonight. I love being able to do this. Um, okay, so let's 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 go back to last year for a second. In the National League, you had the Phillies, you had the Padres, both wild card teams make it to the NLCS. I think we have two wild card teams out of the American League make it to the ALCS this year. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Seattle Mariners in the ALCS. 
And I've got the Seattle Seattle Mariners representing the American League in the World Series this year. Book it. Seattle Mariners going to the World Series this year for the first time in – is it the first time? Would it be the first time in franchise history? I think it's, yeah, I think so. Wow. So, yeah. Seattle Mariners going to the World Series this year. We need that. <laughs> Baseball needs that. Uh, we need I like it. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to go with, with Josh for his uh, uh, National League pick. Okay. And this one's kind of tough. I know there's one team I have for sure, and then there's – it's going to be a tough pick for the other two. I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. I think the Braves are still – I think the Braves will actually make it to the NLCS this year. Absolutely. And their, their opponent is going to – oh, man. Like I said, it's tough. I know we've seen it before, but I have a feeling we probably are going to see it again at some point. I think we're going to see the Braves and Cardinals go at it again. Wow. Stole my pick. Stole my pick. But I agree. No, I agree. I, no. I, I, oh, go ahead. Say your say your, say your winner. Sorry. I'll say my winner. Uh, I'm going to go with the Braves. Because Cardinals, the Cardinals have won in the past. I think it's time to turn it around. Exactly. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth there. I think the Braves and the Cardinals who have – the two best lineups, I think, in all of baseball, or at least the National yep. League. I think that's going to make for the NLCS this year. You're going to have Riley versus Arenado, Goldschmidt versus Olsen, and, of course, you got all the other talent out there for both teams. And I think the Braves get it done. I think the Braves are going to win the NLCS, I'm going to say, in six games. I think they take the Cardinals out in six games. I think the Mariners take the Rays out in seven um, leading to a Braves Mariners World Series, and I'll get to my winner in just a second. I'm gonna go with Jose, but first I gotta go to Jose. Wow, I that just thinking about the World Series, good night, that would be awesome. Um, I mean, that would be a good opponent to face anyway. Of course, I have to pick the Braves. I mean, I've already mentioned we've already mentioned why we like them. Uh, you know, obviously, I have a little bit of bias being the home team, but uh, this one's tough. I mean, I can see the other opponents. I, I, I do agree with Cardinals really getting um, just kind of uh, just their solid pitching. That's what takes teams deep into the postseason, in my opinion. Um, ooh, it's either going to be between the Cardinals or possibly the Padres. I'm just going to have to go with the Padres because I've been kind of leaning on them, and I just – why? I mean, other than the the, the reasons I explained, I also have, I also think they they have that factor. So I'm going to go Braves Padres. The Padres just get hot again at the end. The Braves are going to win. They're going to go to the World Series. So Braves Blue Jays. We're going to have a, a beautiful rematch of 19. Was it 90? 92. Was 92. 92. It's um, funny yeah. that you two pit had my pick from last year's World Series this year, and then I went the different route this year. But <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. All right. The pick everybody wants to know. Are we all three just picking the same World Series winner at this point? Are we all three going to be homers? <sighs> Jose, you, you, you seem very 
You seem very uh, okay. Good. I will not. Okay, I won't pick the Braves because a lot of time I didn't pick the Braves. They won the World Series, so Blue Jays winning the World Series. There you go. The there you go. I like I like that logic. So Jose's got the Blue Jays winning over the Braves in how many games? It's going to be a tie one. I'm going to go with six games. Six games. Okay, at least I won't have my hopes up for seven games. That would at least at least it takes me out of my misery early if that happens. Okay, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with Atlanta, but I I think I think it's going to be seven. I think if you get a Braves Blue Jays World Series, it's going to go to the last game. Oh, you're going to have some of the biggest talent on the field. Yeah, absolutely it's going to go down to the last game if that game happens. I, I, I would love to see that. I hope you two are right just because it would make me feel gratified after last year. But I, like I said, I've got the Braves versus the Mariners in the World Series. I got the Braves winning in six, four games to two against the Mariners. And I think we – Jose, this is the only bad part of the 2021 World Series is we didn't get to see it clinched at home. I think the Braves clinch it at home this year. And the <laughs> city of Atlanta celebrates once again. If the Braves and Mariners play in the World Series, you and I must fly to Seattle. We, that city is amazing. And, uh, yeah, if that happens, we, we should commit tonight to go to Seattle to watch them over there. If Oh, my goodness. That would be a trip. All three of us going to Seattle. And, Ooh, yeah. Oh, man, that'd be, that'd be a fun trip. Anyways, let us know your World Series predictions. Let us know if you think we're crazy and a bunch of homers. Go ahead. Let us have it in the comments or in the DMs on the Armchair Banner page, wherever you want. Go ahead and let us know if you think we're a bunch of homers, because we are. But anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of Touch Em All. Subscribe to the Armchair Banter YouTube channel and all the other stuff we have, our Facebook page, our Instagram page, although we don't post much on that, but we're going to start doing that. But anyways, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Touch Em All. Everyone have a great night.